0: Catch a pitch from the Carl Foody Club, you're listening
1: to the Coach's Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johanison from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Roy Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. That's normal football club. This is Nat Fyfe from the Fremantle Football Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Hello, it is MJ from the Coaches Panel, officially halfway through the 50 most relevant, and on Australia Day. So happy Australia Day to you. Uh, joining me to talk about the player at number 25, I've got Ritz on. Hello, buddy. Hey, how hey, you mate? I'm good. Let's talk about this brand-new GWS Ruckman. He made his way to the club during uh, the Adelaide Crows clear-out at the end of the 2019 season. But he could be a very relevant player for us this season. Just 31 years old. I say just, but I'm an old man. So uh, his best score last year came in the final round of the year. It was a 115 against the Western Bulldogs in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team. 125 in Supercoach in that format. In terms of his average, uh, right around the 80 marker across all of the formats. And he's priced very, very nicely. If you are looking for an option outside of a set-and-forget ruck structure. 348K, 400 in Supercoach. Just a touch over 510 in AFL Fantasy. And just about 465,000 give or take in AFL Dream Team. And Rids, 12 months ago, we were talking about Sam Jacobs and Riley O'Brien. These, you know, one uh, kind of was the historic, you know, long-time Crows ruckman, but pretty much from the moment that O'Brien was a podium finish in the pre-season 2K time trials, we started to hear and see that O'Brien was pushing for O'Brien, uh, for Source's spot. And sadly, that injury that happened early on in the year for Source meant that once he did get fit and firing, he couldn't really get back into the side.
0: And that's pretty much the, um, um, the whole story, isn't it, really? So Adelaide changed focus. They went for a little bit more youth-like the season wasn't panning out the way that they thought they were. They yep. started almost premiership favourites last year, well, and it, then
1: to okay cane corns it was, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly, you know, they slowly, slowly, slowly drifted, and their season went from bad to worse, and then a guy like Sauce was deemed as too old to uh, get a game, pretty much.
1: Well, we started, you know, while it's not a podcast about Riley O'Brien, it was really hard as the Clareaux started to reinvent themselves and look towards players on the younger scale of things. And given how well O'Brien was performing, it just, Sauce couldn't get in. It wasn't because he wasn't fit and firing for 15 weeks of the year. He spent multiple, multiple, multiple weeks fit, but playing in the sandful.
0: Yep, and... So he started looking for um, other opportunities, didn't
1: he? He certainly so, did,
0: and this is why we are talking about him right now. That's
1: it. Well, let's talk. There was three games last year where he wasn't either injured mid-game or ruck sharing, and it's important. We talk about those games because it shows a, that he's not just a two-year guy that was a good scorer. He's still okay. Last year in the three games where he wasn't ruck sharing and where he wasn't injured, in Dream Team and Fantasy, it was a 73, a 95, and a 115. In Supercoach, 86, 84, 125. Not bad for a guy we're paying barely much over 400 500 thousand depending on the formats in 2018 he averaged 81 in dream team and fantasy four tons that year in supercoach 84 with was his seasonal average three tons and then back in 2017 99 was his dream team and afl fantasy average with 10 tons three of them over 120 and in 2017 an average of 95 in supercoach 10 tons and three scores over 1 000 thirty. I think the big thing that we're talking about, Sam Jacobs, is if for whatever reason you feel uncomfortable spending the big bucks on Grundy and Gorn, source must be considered.
0: So really that's the that's the decision of the year right now. Mm. Do you start Grundy and Gorn, or do you look for one of value? You know? So, and I mean Really, let's face it, Jacobs represents value like no other. So we're talking about a guy who's priced 64 in Supercoach and 64 in Dream Team, yeah. who's, what was it, mid-90s to high-90s across the format only two years ago. Just two years and, ago. And he's very, very durable on history, minus that 2019 season. It's certainly true. So, yeah, 22 games a season for the, um, 2018, 2017, so... Wow, wait, and MJ, let's let's go one step further, okay? sure. Especially for Supercoach, Coach, hit outs to advantage. Wouldn't you like the GWS midfield group? I mean, all you've got to do is get the tap, and they're pretty much as. 75-80% chance of getting winning the ball. Yeah. So hit-outs to advantage are going to go through the roof for this guy.
1: True. Canelio, Ward, Taranto, Kelly, Whitfield, Williams, Green, like that's not everybody rolling through there. That's just their top six. Um, And there's not a weak link in there. Now, champion data don't generally release too much of the percentage of uh, hit-outs to advantage. But he's got the probably, if not the best, one of the best midfields, working at his feet around him. He's severely well underpriced what he can deliver for us. And if you don't want to spend the big bucks or can't justify the big bucks because of the impact it has on your other lines, you need to look at Sam Jacobs. But Ritz, there's an extra bit of element about Sam Jacobs That I like. I'm rushing on this podcast for one simple reason. I want you to not think about Sam Jacobs. That's all. I don't want you to pick him. Here's why I really like Source. His opening eight rounds are really, really strong. This is what the GWS do for the opening few rounds and now consider the matchups for Ruckman. Geelong round one. Who's there, Ruckman, Rids?
0: Yeah, well, that's a good question. No idea.
1: Yeah, no one does. Uh, <laughs> round two is Melbourne. That's yes, a bit that more. He's pr- obviously. That's gone. obvious. Okay. Round three is the Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, so a young Tim English. And
1: he beat up on him to end the year. His best score last year was Tim English. Remember those big games of Grundy and Gorn last year against English? Good signs. Round four, Essendon. Who's their ruck?
0: Well, they're saying that it could actually be their new recruit. Yeah, I know. It?
1: It's crazy. Round five is Sydney.
0: Yeah, again, like it could be anyone, anyway, uh, but yeah. I would say it's probably Naismith.
1: Yeah, look, round six is, is Witt. So again, two really recognised Ruckman in the first six weeks. Richmond, Nankervis probably isn't the most dominant tap Ruckman, to be fair, and maybe Soldo chops in there. But again, a pretty friendly Ruck matchup. Round ten, uh, round eight sorry, is against Collingwood. Round 10 is against the Saints. Then it's the West Coast Eagles. Um, it, look, for the first 10 games of the year that's as good as a ruck fixture as you can get for Sam Jacobs.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, though, Sam Jacobs is not a guy to keep for the year. No. So he's going to be a stepping stone. So if you want to okay, keep, and let's let's just look at, like, across the format. So Grundy's, what, 120, 130 priced across the format? Yep. So you look at a keeping source Jacobs for, let's just say, the first seven games of the year. Sure and then what you're hoping for is an increase of about 100 150000 hopefully grundy gets a gets a game or two where he goes you know lower than 100 i mean it's it's a big risk but he potentially could and then suddenly you only pay an extra 150 or so to get grundy from jacobs yeah. and you haven't lost that many points across the board
1: no, it's true. Look, and if you wanted to really run it to the fullest of extremities, um, with the multi-buy round in round 13, we've got yet again those big two boys that a lot of people are picking in round 13. Source and the GWS Giants around 14. That extra stepping stone premium score potentially could be really helpful for you. And then you just flip over to the other one the following week if you need. And that's a hundred percent correct. So at the
0: end of the day, okay, and we've got to really break it down and look at the combinations. You're not looking at this as a head-to-head battle, no, gosh, because no. at the end of the day, Grundy will win every single time. Of he will. Gorn will win every single time. What you're looking at though is you're looking at the combinations, okay? So a Sam Jacobs as the first ruck for GWS, priced at four hundred and fifteen thousand cheaper in Dream Team. And a lot more. I think it's like, what was it, 300... Uh, da, 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 I, my math is awful, but 370, <laughs> roughly.
1: Yeah, okay, in, Supercoach, in Supercoach. 350, that's generally. Our,
0: that pretty much gets you a row to a premium with a little bit of chopping and changes. So yeah. let's just say Raul to Canilio is just under 500000 So if you make a couple of adjustments, you can get that. So you're looking at Canilio and Jacobs, okay... Against uh, Grundy and Rao. Yeah. Even if Grundy matches what he did last year in 120, and Rao hypothetically goes at, say, 70, okay, and you think is going to go at 110, Sauce only has to go at 80 to get that combo deal.
1: Yeah, he can do that easily.
0: Oh, well, I think he went 80 last year and he wasn't even number one. Yeah, that was with a ruck
1: sharing and an injury impacted game.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we're looking at right now. So at the end of the day, I'm not going to tell you which way to go. Okay. And no one should tell you. You've got to be comfortable about this. But if you see a preseason game and it's Source Jacob, and let's, let's be honest, who is their pinch hitter these days? No one really knows anymore no. because there's no more Rory Lobb. There's no more Adam Tomlinson. You know, if you have a look through that list, Mumford won't play, okay, if Jacobs mm. plays. So Mumford's only backup these days.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I would look at that a Finlayson or maybe a Himmelberg because there's yeah. no more Patton either. No. So there's potential there that Jacobs will be a sole ruck at 80% of game time as well. Yeah. This is the most important thing about the whole thing: is we know Source Jacobs is a very durable guy. We know he's getting old; he's a reasonably slow. But that's what GWS did. Mumford wasn't quick last year. No,
1: they built around that, didn't they?
0: They really built their midfield around their ruck. Now, Jacobs is a lot, lot more durable than what Mumford is, no and question. a lot better around the ground than what Mumford is. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, I just really, really I think there's a real, real, real question mark around starting those two big names at the moment. So, I mean, they have to be top priced, don't they? Yeah. I mean, give or take, I mean, they're going to drop a little bit. And there's no doubt that you want to end with the season with both.
1: 100%.
0: There's no doubt about that. If they're both fit and they're both on the ground and they're both playing the same roles as what we believe they will be, you need to have them in your team. But there are question marks around Gorn, surely. You've got Braden Proust floating around there, and they've used the number three pick on a, on a young kid who is a ruckman.
1: Yeah, who, who'd at least get some game time through the ruck, you'd think.
0: Well, you would think so, wouldn't you? Plus, on top of that, Tom McDonald's coming back at yep. some stage as well, and he's absolutely renowned for going through the ruck and playing a good role doing so. So there is a few little little questions around that. So if you're if you're doubting it,
1: don't do of course
0: it. Jacob yeah. doesn't offer any risk at that price. No. The only risk he has is if Mumford has an outstanding pre-season and starts the year as the number one. But it was. That's the only risk yeah. he's got,
1: and that's such a small element of risk too. You're right. We severely underpriced. He's got one of, if not the best, midfield's in the group going on around him. He's priced where there's no risk. He's got a phenomenal opening fixture for us. That round thirteen where we lose those big two rucks. By the way, he plays the Western Bulldogs again, just if that's another cherry on the top for you. is a really perfect stepping stone to get one of the big two that you choose to go against. And again, if after five weeks you realise, oh man, this is hurting me not owning him, fine, make it your first upgrade. Who cares? Um, I think he's a ripping pick for us this year. And if you're not going set and forget, Source must be a factor for you.
0: And the other thing as well, MJ, is really, if Source is fit, okay, yeah. and picked round one and playing as a number one yep. rock, okay, for the GWS, we 90 has to be the at least the minimum, doesn't yeah. it? 85, yeah. 90.
1: Yeah, and that's enough. Anything greater is awesome, but that's... So,
0: Even if Gorn or Grundy go at 120, we're only talking 30 points, aren't we? We're not talking the be-all and end-all. So even if it's over a 10-week period, Mm. 30 points on average for those 10 weeks. What, 300 points? Sometimes you'll have it, 300 points.
1: And you could have made that up with the additional $300,000 you have invested elsewhere.
0: Well, 100%, but worst-case scenario is, what, 85? 85, and you're still only looking at an extra 100 points to it. Yeah. I just don't see any risk in this at all. But there's a massive caveat, isn't it? He has to get through pre-season and he has to be the number one.
1: Yeah, should That's those all get it is. yeah And remember, he was playing fit at the Crows in the sandfall for multiple weeks. At this stage, he's flying through the pre-season. We need to see it. Definitely as we get through the marsh preseason games. But right now, things are looking good for those that are happy to not go for the Grundy and Gorn set and forget.
0: And MJ, let's be very, very honest. Mm. We are fickle as a DT community, are we not? Oh, Supercoach we Fantasy, we're terrible. Are so fickle. Yep. I mean, some of the negativity I've seen around, you know, the traps about certain guys is just outrageously crazy. <laughs> we're talking like, I mean, I've seen comments like, you know, so-and-so's a 90 forward or so-and-so's a 90 bat defender or so-and-so's a 100 mid. Come on, guys. Like, are we really, really, really that focused on it? five points a game? Yeah. You, you're nuts if you're doing that. There's a lot of strategy around the place that doesn't involve that.
1: Yep. No, so at the end
0: of the day, what you need to do is you need to look at it as a team, have a plan in price, and see where you go. We can't all start with the same team.
1: No, you, you otherwise you're not going to get yourself anywhere ahead of the pack in any sense of the word. So Exactly. No, I, I really like Source this year. What's fascinating for me is where he goes in drafts. Because again, if people draft based off his 2019 average, he's going to slide. But he's one of those kind of mid to late draft kind of strategy pickups that that I really, really like as an option if you can't get a hold of one of those big boys in the opening round.
0: Well, I think that's the whole point, isn't it? If you don't draw an early pick where you can pick up a Gorn, a Grundy type, Mm. maybe a Witt if you're pushing through to that stage, you have to end up going, you know, you have to end up saving it and going some... One of those mid-priced rucks like us Shaun Darcy or a Sam Jacobs or Nick someone Knight. around yeah. that mark, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, you're better off just waiting until very, very late, get everything else sorted, yeah, and maybe land one of those number one rucks late, if not a combination of two or three of them.
1: Yeah, I think it's a perfect strategy to be able to get Sam Jacobs really late in your draft in those, you know, middle teen, to, you know, sort of rounds when you're just those last couple of picks, finishing your on-field side, if Sauce is still there, jump on, because he's got the potential to be a 90-plus ruckman for you in all formats of the game. And even if he doesn't, that solid 80, geez, that's just a really solid base to build off, assuming you've used those really good picks early on in the draft. Uh, Rids, appreciate your work today talking about Sauce. That easy as, mate. If you want to go and check out the article on him, you can go and do that now at coachespanel.tv. All of the other players revealed On the other half of the 50 Most Relevant, you can go and check them out. Make sure if you're loving these podcasts, you can always get early access to them by joining our Patreon army and get some additional exclusive content and access to our team reveals right throughout this preseason. The number 24 player in the 50 Most Relevant lands tomorrow. I can tell you this. We've got our very, very good friend of the panel. He's a part of the panel. He's not just a friend. He is a part of the furniture here. The Rain Man is back tomorrow in the 50 Most Relevant.